Welcome to the State of the Mist podcast. I'm Priff. And I'm Salamander. And we're here to talk about all things World vs. World and some new updates that we actually got this week. Yeah, lots of spicy stuff. Uh, I, I'm i just going to go out and say that I think the community is really happy with some of the things that Anet pushed out this week. And um, yeah, it's nice to see. Definitely. Yeah, the everything's really positive. Like, these are... I mean, it was meant as a, a, cute, a quality of life update to make our quality of life better in World Wars World. So, oh yeah, not really anything bad to say about it. Honestly, all of the the changes seem like they really hit some pain points and and made rewards better, made action better. Uh, so yeah, we can just go right into them. Yeah. Um. So first off, uh, the biggest thing probably weeklies. Um. I know a lot of people have been asking for this. I think there used to be like monthly achievements back in the day for PVE, was it? But um, now we have weeklies for World vs. the World, and the rewards are pretty awesome. Um, you get a little bit of gold plus uh, what is it? Skirmish claim tickets, which are really tough to collect if you're grinding out legendaries in world versus world yeah that's that's going to be and those those are really good for people new to world versus world because grinding out those tickets can be a big thing you know go towards legendaries and whatnot oh yeah so yeah completing the weekly achievements will get you an extra eight gold a week as well as up to 35 tickets so that's that's pretty significant oh yeah that's like a 10 percent increase in tickets uh which is yeah significant and the the stuff that's required for the weeklies is really applicable to what you would be doing anyway in world versus world and it kind of kind of guides the action so it's it's really a good way to get people in the same place doing the same thing yeah uh a good portion of it you can do with like by yourself or uh with a few people like up to capturing towers and stuff but it gets a little more difficult when it comes to capturing keeps but i think you only need six out of the eight or is it eight out of the ten achievements or something like that uh so you don't have to complete every single achievement which is nice right right and there's different you know different categories so depending on your interests you could go towards one angle or another but yeah there's there's some for capturing sm or some for capturing a keep capturing camps towers uh ruins which you can totally do by yourself and kills you have to kill i think 50 people this week and they rotate. I'm sure it'll be different different weeks. And I think they'll involve defense events too. But dump five yeah, really supply. Something yeah, like that maybe really positive. Yeah, I I like that. There's you know solo stuff like capturing the ruins, but then also the more group stuff like the keep an SM that you know you, you can't do by yourself. So it is kind of directing people towards some group content to get them into squads and and working with the team. Yeah. Or even like starting their own Havoc groups themselves. Uh, you know, most players have commander tags just to use or just to have, which is surprising. Man, I don't understand it, but there's so many players that have like a completionist mindset. And it's it's crazy to me, but there's a certain subset of players that feel the need to get every single achievement that comes out in the game and then like do everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of our guildies is exactly like that. Uh a good friend Carrie. Like um, during the pandemic, we spent hours uh, just redoing story and um, completing like these achievements. And I was like, "Oh damn! I didn't even know these achievements ex existed." Which is cool because I got like some really cool skins along the way. But yeah, 
there's so many and, and hidden ones and and yeah it's yeah it's something i've barely touched i mean i just get the ones i automatically do while i'm playing but i should look at some of the skins and stuff and, and try to do that a bit there are some crazy good skins hidden through achievements um but yeah I should put a list my fashion together. game. <laughs> oh, my fashion game is weak. I've got a typical commander fashion looking like a potato. <laughs> it's okay. You just have to put the coat in a tonic on. That's what I've been doing lately. That works. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Other than the the weekly quests or well, achievements, I guess they are. Yeah, achievements. There's some kind of background updates in terms of how the game works and the the actual objectives and and stuff like that. Those I've played and and they they aren't really visible and you don't really notice them if you're just playing, but if you played before and you're more technical to look at stuff and and see how long things take, it's that's where the the difference is like uh there were some fixes for the rams and ballista to make those stronger and not as CC'd. And the change in supply, I think that's going to be the most impactful on terms of big fights and matchups and stuff. Because one of the problems for me, at least in terms of the flow of the game, was the ability for people to kind of tier up, you know, as one of the castles or keeps to its highest tier three level, build a crap ton of arrow carts and stuff, and then, you know, three people can hold that indefinitely. Unless you can pull together, you know, 50 people for an extended amount of time. Yeah, which is insane. And a lot of that was due to how much supply those things were holding. You know, over a thousand supplies sitting in there for those people to use. So even if you repair, even if you break stuff, they'll just repair it right back up. Now that's chopped really low. I think in half they've chopped the supply ability for for a lot of those keeps. That's good. Uh, It'll make it a little harder to defend. Uh, You have to be more careful with your supply definitely uh and it'll be a little easier to attack um so i've never been a huge fan of uh running up to keep them having a thousand something supply and uh the whole 20 minutes we're there it only goes down by 100 supply 200 supply right right i mean there's there's definitely a purpose for the defense and and you know it's not supposed to be that easy to take the objectives but yeah at this point like before, when they were super tiered up, you know, one of our squads just doesn't want to mess with it. We don't want to waste a half an hour sitting there on stuff. And so, yeah, th- this is going to make for more action and, and less just slow denial and, and people trying to find a, an appropriate objective that they could actually do. That's good. Hopefully it uh, triggers faster responses from the enemy teams. Because sometimes I'll just attack a keep to bring a, um, enemy squads over. Right, right, and now they'll have to actually get there quick because it won't. They can't, you know, count yeah. on people to delay for half an hour. Yeah, um, a little bit of upgrade to the war claw ability to hit the gates, but honestly, it's not worthwhile. Still, like, it's still better to use a ram. So I don't think that's going to change much. Yeah, uh, it's fun to have. Um, someone mentioned in uh, one of the runs earlier that. It's probably good to have when you still have supply, but all of your siege has been destroyed and the wall or the gate is like low. So, you know, there's always that option. Right. Like just finishing it off like a PVD type moment. That, yeah. That Assume you can get out of combat. Yeah. Player versus door for the new people. Yeah. And there was uh, 
Also some yak love. They upgraded the health of the yaks, so those can be ran more successfully. We'll make guild missions a little easier uh, if you get jumped by a small roaming group. Yeah, and otherwise, that that was ma- the main thrust of the patch was the weeklies and a couple of those couple of those updates. And I mean, there was some forward-looking stuff as far as what they want to update in the future, and no real new information as far as restructuring and stuff. But it's uh, you know upcoming. That's that's going to be the next thrust, I guess, of the updates. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to see um some changes in the future. Uh, you know. It seems like Anet's pushing these things out little by little, which is good to see. Uh, it'll be stressful having to push out 20 huge updates and uh, fix any bugs that come along with that. Instead, you know, pushing one thing out at a time and working on that one thing makes it a little easier. Uh, light, lighten the load. Yeah, and these seem kind of like easy wins, like an easy update for them to do that didn't take them a lot of time. And then they can go back to their main project of the restructuring. Yeah. But I like the way they're doing that. So it, it still feels like they're working on it and it's not all background stuff. And then we have things, you know, we can play with while they're doing the main stuff. Yeah. And it's not too overwhelming. I'm not sure if you've ever um, played a game and stopped playing, come back a year later, and there are all these huge changes uh, and you end up... N- not playing for long enough or end up leaving the game because it's a lot harder to catch up you know you're hit with a bunch of story a bunch of ui changes a bunch of new features uh that's happened to me with other games um but with worldly world getting these changes over time it's uh makes it a lot easier to swallow yeah yeah and these these updates actually are really attractive to former players like I've I've seen some people in map chat say this is the update I've been waiting years for. Oh yeah. And and like I think it's like minor stuff like the yaks and things like they really really care about that stuff, but uh you know, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't put a high priority on that, but some people that take it really serious are like, "Yes, I want to be running yaks again," you know. Yeah. Some so yeah, uh, activities up, yeah. Some roamers like the ones who don't want to necessarily look for fights will run yaks a lot of the times uh, you know it keeps their participation up and um they don't want their yaks to die as soon as two enemies look at it yeah yeah and they're more meaningful now too they have more supply so they upgrade the keep oh, yeah. more so it is it is a tactical thing where you are you are helping out and yeah i mean it's easy participation low uh intensity i mean somebody might come try to kill you but it's not going to be as intense as trying to attack a castle you know yeah yeah the Updates are well received. I can't see that I've seen anyone really have a problem with any of it. Honestly, in, in game at least, I haven't been uh, in the the Reddit and the forums much for for that salt. But <laughs> yeah, if anyone listening is upset about getting um, weekly achievements, go ahead and let us know why in the comments below. Uh, we'd love to hear. If you really hate more gold, please let us know why. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like, why? How could anyone be mad at more rewards? It's it's really like. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think uh, anyone should be upset at that. Let's let's hope we don't get any angry comments about us, you know, promoting weekly achievements. That'll be funny. 
there's always the insane people that are like, oh, this devalues all of my work that I put in before. I should have been getting this gold forever. I'm owed a refund or something. Like. <laughs> is there retro pay with the weekly achievements? Yeah. <laughs> this is unfair. <laughs> Titled players are the funniest ones. Oh, yeah. Speaking of titles, Guild oh, Wars yes. actually got some really good recognition. And it's awesome. Uh, what is what is it? Game of the Year uh, by several different, I think, magazines or websites. I know one of them was MMORPG.com. I think the other one was, I think I have it up, PC Gamer. Yeah, these are pretty big names and uh, for video games. And yeah, congratulations, yeah, Anet. Yeah, really good job. I think Massively Overpowered was another one. Oh, nice. No, really something that hasn't happened for years. I mean, it's it's basically around the Lace expansion. I mean, the, the End of Dragons was a good expansion, and yeah, I think the public saw that. By far my favorite expansion, Amazing Story, and, you know, the elite specs that came with it, everything. Just, oh my god, you guys gave us turtles. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've I played through the whole thing, even not doing much PvE. I, I did play through the story and the maps and stuff, and I, I, I think it is the best. I, I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So, congrats to ArenaNet as well as their owners, NCSoft, because I mean, these these kind of things are what you want to see, and this is encouraging for people that worry about the long term health of the game, because. If we're getting game of the year, no, it's not a dead game. No, they're not going to shut it down, you know? <laughs> yeah, you still see those posts on Reddit like, uh, want to come back to the game, is it dead? And it's like, obviously not. Have you logged in? Right. Yeah, the way the, the population shuffles around the game can kind of give people a, a wrong impression sometimes. Going yeah. The wrong map where there's not a lot of people, but... Yeah, all the auras. They're out there. <laughs> One thing with those awards I did see that was kind of, uh, well, I'll just say cringe... <laughs> they gave Mechanist the Class of the Year award. No, way. oh <laughs> my god! Huh. It's like, man, we've got enough people playing that damn class. <laughs> PVE Class of the Year, I hope. Right. You know what? Let's just do it here. Uh, what is the World v World Class of 2022? Huh? The World Wars World Class of 2022. I I think it would be Vindicator. Vindicator is extremely versatile. Like, it shines as DPS or healer. So I, I'd back that up. Either that or, or Dragon Hunter, but uh, um, I might be a little bit biased. The How the meta came out after the new expansion was nice in that it wasn't an immediate, oh, everyone has to play the class from the newest expansion because that's the only thing that's good. Like, I, I like that it wasn't automatically everyone has to play End of Dragon specs. Yeah. Because you know, the firebrand's still good, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I, I guess it's really like Willbender and Vindy and Virtuoso, I guess a little Catalyst, uh, but that's kind of it. I mean, otherwise it's it's fairly much the same classes you used to see, you know, the firebrands and the yeah. skirt is. But yeah, class of the year, I'd, I'd give it to Vindy. They can, you know, support or damage and do it really well, and they got some unique mechanics. I'd, I'd give it to them. Yeah, probably a good thing to bring in if you're um, pugging on reset night and you don't know, it, you know, if the squad you join will need healer, DPS, or if you can't find a squad and you just have to roam. 
yeah yeah it's it's very useful i mean i i definitely you know check out some proper builds and, and get some gear before you jump in but. yeah yeah definitely so we'll make a nice trophy for vindicator and put that up <laughs> <laughs> yep you guys heard it here first vindicator world versus world class of the year i should probably say yeah, that is with it. more excitement but <laughs> <laughs> yes class of the year <laughs> <laughs> do i always sound like i don't know no i don't always sound tired um when i'm commanding i'm usually uh pretty i don't know energetic kind of yeah yeah your 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 voice goes up and down the more excited you are but if it's like monotone well i guess salamander is not really interested in this <laughs> i guess <laughs> it's funny because uh a lot of people think i'm like mad all the time uh, i guess i have the what is it rbf um <laughs> and i sound like a jerk a lot but i never ever feel upset about really anything and yeah, I never have any, I never intend to offend anyone ever, but sometimes it's just like, my tone is so bad. It's like, damn, I just told you I graduated. You're not going to congrat congratulate me with like, you know, more energy. Sorry. I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I feel like the last few years have taken a toll on my communication skills. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the pandemic. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean... I guess in a certain extent, world versus world too, and, and other things, but like, at least for me, I try to make my communication really, really efficient and concise. Oh, okay. And I mean, in like a world versus world aspect, like you kind of want that instead of hogging up comms with a bunch of nonsense or, you know, typing long ass messages. So it's yeah practical, but it kind of uh, overlooks the social manners feelings aspect of people where <laughs> oh yeah that makes sense like, people don't really want a two-word reply to the happy thing they <laughs> told you they <laughs> yeah no those those niceties and and uh they they definitely have value to show appreciation for other people and, and valuing their time and that's something i gotta work on a little bit so yeah same i mean i do value all my friends and everyone i speak to if i respond to your whispers then you know i'm taking the time i normally wouldn't to respond and yeah like if i respond to your whispers you're one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> and also for the people who are listening who have whispered me in the past if i forgot to respond it's not something wrong with you sometimes i'm just commanding and not looking at my whispers it's not you it's me <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing though like uh, if you're tagged up you do get a lot of whispers yeah like, Maybe people you know, but a lot of just random people whispering you weird stuff like, oh, you know, I'm taking this camp. And you're like, well, great. I don't know why you're telling me this, but it's crazy. I do get those. Um, they're like, hey, the wall's down at this tower. Um, what's it called? On a different map. And I'm like, cool. What do you want me to do with that information? Like, uh, yeah, it's just some random roamer. And I don't know if it's uh, like a spy or something, but like you know trying to pull us off the map but yeah i'm like i'm not gonna go to another map um unless it's like a t3 tower that we're trying to defend but it's usually like someone telling me that you know they broke down the wall and yeah 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 and i and i mean you also get random whispers and you don't even know who it's from like i got <laughs> i got one the other night of like oh is is your are you commanding tonight are you running and i was like uh yes who are you and <laughs> I, I assumed it was somebody who wanted to run with us. No, okay. it was an enemy commander who wanted to fight us. So ah. 
Well, that's always nice too. Like um, people reaching out to you for fights because, uh, like, I don't mind that at all. I it's better than having to chase content sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's more of a community, and you realize like the people on the other side are not actually NPCs that I should hate. They're real people that keep the game going. So yeah, yeah, and I actually you know have a lot of respect for. Uh, enemy commanders or commanders from other servers because it's like um knowing that you can work together with a commander and fight them the next week is i don't know i think it's pretty cool yeah i think that's the one well just about the only benefit of the the link server system is that it has had kind of us rotate around and and work with different servers and meet different guilds and commanders so yeah they're real people to us and we can talk to them and uh yeah, it, it makes for better action all around when you can communicate with people, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The opposite of the high-intensity, I hate the enemy server, let me, you know, hack their team speak so they can't play type of... <laughs> <laughs> I have to actively, actively discourage people from pin sniping, a.k.a. killing the commander sometimes, because, well, it kind of sucks. It's, uh... Oh, yeah. You'll hear the argument from some people, ah, it's the most efficient way to stop the enemy group. Well, I mean, are you going to stop what they're doing right now? Yeah, maybe. But the whole group's just going to leave, go back and get their commander and come back again. Like, you just delay yeah. the fun for five minutes, and that's about it. Like, <laughs> I, I realize sometimes, so when I'm tagging, I'll select the enemy commander and uh, so that, you know, they're, hi they're highlighted. And I could see where they're moving easier, even though there's a marker above their head. But then I'm like throwing all my skills directly on them. And I'm like, ah, maybe I should tab because like I realize after a second, like I don't want to be the one who's dropping all this damage. And then I'm like, I'm on a mesmer with full minstrels. I'm not doing anything at all. But yeah, I wouldn't tell my group to uh, to pin snipe unless it was like, uh, I don't know, one of those trolls who pull the commanders off the bridges and stuff then i wouldn't mind but that's not a you know enemy commander that's usually a roamer right right most commanders have the mutual respect to not try to assassinate each other because they know that <laughs> how that feels yeah because <laughs> i mean there's there's really only a couple of possible scenarios either they die and the group goes back and they come back or they die and the whole group just goes to another map and and now you know you could be happy that you defended something but now you have nothing to do yeah and now, a message from our sponsor. We oh. have a new sponsor. Champion Commander Siege Razor has started up a pet store in World vs. World. And he currently has a sale on Sand Sharks and Pocket Raptors. You guys should definitely check out his stand. Um, if you guys can get to the back of the Lord's Room at Firekeep, there's a small chance, it's RNG, that you'll see Champion Commander Siege Razor. And it's just a stand that says Champion Commander, Siege Razors, Sand Sharks, and Pocket Raptors. And yeah, if you're lucky enough to find it, go and check it out. Uh, everything's on sale. So yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> but seriously, if you guys have a plug for a guild or a podcast or your Guild Wars 2 fan fiction site or whatever, <laughs> yeah, we feel free to contact us and we can get you a advertisement that's a little bit better than this one <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the 
there's been some call for a roadmap from the developers. Oh, yeah, which I'm pretty sure we're going to see sometime soon. Yeah, they like to do that almost quarterly with a little graphic and give people stuff to look forward to, I guess, put on their calendar. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, from this last discussion they were, or this last update they did, they're not really able to put that out at least for restructuring or betas or anything. They don't want to commit to a beta date yet, so more to come on that this quarter. But they did mention, though, that they're not trying to do another beta of this first phase, quote-unquote. They want to go right to phase two. Oh, perfect. Which, yeah, that's great. I, I think we've tested enough with the initial part. And phase two being the real deal where there's actually alliance functionality UI in the game and we can test that part out. That is awesome. Hopefully uh, along with phase two comes maybe the beta that stays. I don't know what that would be called. Uh, like multi-week beta would be nice. Yeah. 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 Cause that, that would be a better test at least two or three weeks to see how a reset in the system would go and, you know, rematches and stuff. Yeah. Or make it permanent. And then we just live with the bugs. I wouldn't mind that either. Yeah. Fix it as we go. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, Actually, kind of leads into our guild gossip segment. Oh yeah, um, because along with the alliances, we won't have to pay for server transfers. Uh, and right. Unfortunately, we've lost a few friends over the past few weeks. Uh, yeah, not like yeah, their so lives. really big. <laughs> they're gone for it. No. <laughs> a really big state of flux in the World of Swords servers. On on NA at least North America, I, I assume um, Europeans had the same thing going on, but they did some pretty major adjustments to the prices to transfer server or to like the the population level that's assigned to each server. Which, if you haven't looked at it, it's cheaper to go to an empty server. It's more expensive to go to a full server to incentivize people to you know even out the matches, which has not really worked. But but yeah, the dreaded Maguma is totally full, so they have no help of no hope of growing black eight being very high and then you know the next level down being high a thousand gems and the lowest level being medium only 500 gems so last week and the week before i i, I don't know the actual date they made the major adjustments but they basically just made a ton of servers medium so you could only you could transfer them for 500 gold, which is really really cheap. I mean, I don't, it's less That's than 200 gold. Yeah, and I mean the, the price escalates quickly. You know, going to high as a thousand to very high as 1800. So if you have any inkling of wanting to change to a different server or move your guild or anything, 500 is a bargain, and that's exactly what happened. A lot of guilds saw their chance and they jumped on it when when that price dropped. And it is sad to see. Uh like a lot of friends leave the server but it does make sense that they'd want to be with their alliance alliances and stuff yeah and that's that's a lot of what we're seeing just from talking to some of the guilds that moved is they already have a a community an alliance community they're in and they've been playing in that in the betas and this price change gives them a chance to actually transfer and go play with them full time to you know make sure the alliances work and they get along and stuff yeah so yeah that's uh been seen on at least at least two servers i don't know of ours being one and 
yeah, a lot of a lot of shifting there with the population. You don't always know who's moving where and what's going on. So it's it's a bit of a flux time right now. Not the guild, but the <laughs> the terminology. Yeah, that is that is you know positive and negative. You'll have people that have been playing together for years now separated like a a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh, logged on to see mail from a few people asking um, when New is going over to follow one of the other one of the other big guilds that went and i was like we're not part of that alliance uh the whole reason your guild moved over was because of that they're like okay yep they left and they didn't invite us so (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's fine but it it does uh kind of leave a hole in in the server and you know normal groups and commanders you would run with poof gone and so now it's it's uh either time to rebuild the server and get new commanders in those slots and just cross our fingers that other guilds come in or give up and leave and then find a service more active. Yeah. Like I'm actually planning on tagging a little more. So uh, for those who aren't on Dark Haven, I tagged once a week. I'm planning on doing two or three times a week now. Uh, so yeah, like putting in some effort to give um, people on the server a tag to follow. Yeah. I mean, that is the nice side. Uh, well, the positive of the the server being more cleared out because it does give people more opportunity to tag up. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's nothing that says you can't have two or three tags running at once. But certain times a day, I mean, if there's not a ton of population or things to do, and literally everyone on the server knows a commander and they've been running with them for years, well, guess who they're going to run with? You know? Yeah. So yeah, nice time for people to learn to command and step up and. I, I've been complaining a little bit more too. I mean, the the weekly stuff is is an incentive. It's kind of it gives you a direction, and, and people want to do it. And you might not have enough time in your normal guild runs to get all that stuff knocked out. So yeah, yeah. Even fight guilds are going to want to, you know, do their stuff and get their eight gold. So you gotta you gotta wander around and do some actual capping of things. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it's not all too hard. Like the only difficult thing is coming across keeps that have crazy defenses right right i mean it could be out of your league and you might have to get a bigger group to tackle certain things but but these changes with the supply have kind of you know eased that a little bit yeah plus you could just ignore that and just do all the other ones right right there's some options you don't have to do all the dailies to get the uh or the weeklies there are some you could you could have to do six i think to get the total reward yeah but yeah right after they made the population adjustments and a bunch of guilds jumped around. It was time for relink. So now we're in a new server pairing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a lot different. Very, very different. I'll just go ahead and say we got the worst one possible. <laughs> <laughs> Our link up with Dragonbrand is, by all accounts of points and kill death ratio and population, it is a little rough. Yeah, we're uh. Having lost a couple of guilds from the transfers and now being linked to a server that has been consistently in last place for months, it's uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. Can we stand the test of time? We shall see. It's uh, <laughs> man, it's like a ghost town. I I, I haven't ever played World's World vs. World and, and had it feel this way. Like a lot of the faces that I would normally see or might join our groups are are gone. There's not really guilds on our team to work with. And, you know, if they are out there, they're running invisible, doing their own thing, or they have a super closed off 
voice comms that you can't really get into and they don't really want anybody that isn't in their guild. So it's it's uh, a pretty unique kind of situation. Like everybody's not working together. They're all doing their own thing. And I, uh, I, I, I preferred our last link more. I preferred basically any link we've ever had more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not Maguma. I don't know. I might like Maguma better. Really? Oh, man. All That's I can remember is yeah. people yelling in map chat and team chat. We have that too, though. We have some infamous map chat trolls on this link. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot they went to Dragon Brand. That's crazy. Yes, we are now linked with the infamous Monkey Shines, the <laughs> most angry map chat troll of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he has me blocked. He doesn't respond to like anything. I wonder what I said. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. I probably just didn't respond to one of his whispers and he figured I hated him. Yeah, it's interesting. Some of these guilds that are kind of more reclusive and they don't they don't really interact with other guilds as much and they don't they don't have I don't know. I mean I like to run with other guilds, even as a guild leader and you know, commander and stuff. I like to jump in with other guilds and see what they're doing and help them out and and uh it's more of a server community that way, you know. You kind yeah. of learn new things and they might learn from you and yeah, it's just more of a widespread teamwork thing nope none of that that's not really happening <laughs> but one of the things i've noticed is that some of these guilds that are very like a silo just in their own world they they perceive everything differently in a kind of a paranoid way hmm. and so like anything that happens you'll hear somebody say oh it's hacking oh it's spying or you know something something a little crazy you know <laughs> like oh we had one of those before. and not that that's impossible i mean yeah there's a yeah. there's a few hackers and and things in the game but they're not that common and most of them are not playing in guilds they're just random angry children that buy a script or something <laughs> but yeah one of the claims i've heard from some of these guilds and you can't really prove or disprove it but it's an interesting idea is the idea of alt accounts, which I don't think we really talked about on the show before. Oh, yeah, I don't think so either. I have mentioned that I have alt accounts on EU, but yeah. Oh, right, right. Not but yeah, that's, way. that's man, it's kind of a, it's kind of a gray area along with like, say, add-ons like ArcDPS and stuff. Yeah. Because they don't specifically say it's okay, and there's certain circumstances where it's definitely not okay, but it's kind of generally accepted to a certain extent, and they don't really enforce anything on it like i think the official stance for alt accounts is that you can't multi-box you can't play multiple accounts at once but not really anything to say you can't play one account and then log out and play a different account so what you can you know often see that plays out with somebody will have one account on one server and play with one group of friends another account on a different server play with a different account of friends that's that's the the benevolent kind of good scenario that you would hope to see yeah but as we know in gamings if there's something that can be abused it's going to be abused so <laughs> the dark side of that being oh i have an account here oh i have an account on the enemy server let me log into both and the one that's on the enemy server i'll just spy and you know tell my friends on my real server what's going on let them know everything that's going on in team chat and such yep yep and and you'll see that to an alarming extent on certain servers or certain people just like blatantly throw it out there in team chat i think indo's got one of those i yeah i'm fine calling out that that's, that's <laughs> just blatant like it's it's kind of known like alt accounts exist and stuff but at least you know be discreet about it yeah but there's there's other sides to it 
as well. And I hadn't really thought about it until somebody brought it up. And I, it's a lot of work. But say you have people with multiple accounts and you have people with accounts on the enemy server or, you know, there's just a guild you don't like and you know they're all on red map, you have your people with alt accounts send all their, their alts to that red map and just have them sit at spawn. And now whatever guild that wants to play on that map against you can't get a full group in there because there's a bunch of people AFK at spawn. That does suck. I'd hate that. It's it's an unfortunate trolling tactic, but it's effective. Um, and unfortunately, with the advent of free-to-play accounts, it's not that crazy hard to do. Yeah. And you only you open world versus world at like level thirty or something thirty one I think. See, I, I I think there has to be some kind of action from the devs on on multi boxing. It's really not enforced, and it really needs to be. And I don't know the technical capacity of them to do this, and you know tracking IP addresses and VPNs and stuff. But that's 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 highly abusable, and we can't really know if it's going on because we don't have a view of you know who's on map clearly or stuff like that but a nature yeah. can you know but i think so, yeah it would that's be <laughs> an issue with like people with one computer can't multi-box but then people with multiple computers can take advantage of that because if i were to uh have my laptop next to me and do something like that then yeah that would be an advantage whereas some people don't have the luxury of having a computer and a laptop things like that um but yeah like like you said it's a it's really difficult to approach like what will what can anat do and you know if they track the ips it could be mother father and son who play at the same house and play the game right right and and that's very common i mean i i play with other people who play in the house too so it's it it to enforce it would be a pain in the ass and I, i don't know how they would do it but yeah. it, it's not saying it can't be done, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's the tinfoil hat crazy theory of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I I would push for... I mean, you can't, you can't 100% stop abuse of certain types, but my thought would be more limitation on free-to-play accounts to not make it so easy on people. Like, yeah. I, I don't think people should be free-to-play in World vs. World. I think it's an endgame mode, and you shouldn't be there until you're level 80 anyway. And you shouldn't be there unless you can glide and ride your mount, really. I mean, I, I guess people without expansions should be able to play too, but it's it's going to be tough, you know? Yeah. Trying to think of, like, what limitations they could put on free-to-play players, um, but drawing a blank. Right, right. Yeah, because uh, I, you know, um, I do let free-to-play players in the squad and stuff, you know, uh, they want to see what world versus world is like. Why not show them what a good guild looks like? And yeah, but it makes it tough when uh, there are all of those alt accounts. Yeah, same. I mean, I'm I'm all about getting more people into world versus world and stuff, but I, I want them to be able to play it. And I mean, we can keep people caught up that don't have a mount with, you know, the mount buff and stuff. But the minute we try to glide off something, they're oh, yeah. just left way behind. And <laughs> that kind of sucks for them, you know? Yeah. Hope they know where the hay bales are. Right. And yeah, we're starting a segment called the Reddit Corner. Well, we'll kind of talk about some Reddit posts that we found over the last few weeks that are relevant. And there's there's one that seems like a reoccurring thing. Like I keep seeing it over and over and over 
where some salty person posts a screenshot of Maguma owning all of EB and they're like, ain't it? When are you going to fix this? <laughs> but like over and over, like as every week, different people post this. Yeah. And you always get the, the comments that are like, look at his uh, post history. He's in Maguma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they love the salt. Yeah. They, they want people to be mad at them. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty funny. But yeah, uh, you get those every week. It's a, it's a trend. If you want to hop on that, it's free karma. Even though Meguma is a full server with the linking, they can still get people because people just move to their link server for the duration. It's you know a bandwagon thing. So yeah, so yeah, no hope of that ending anytime soon. Even though Meguma is full, we'll just have to wait for the restructuring. Sorry, Reddit. There's no hope of fix for the <laughs> immediate future. <laughs> Maybe sometime in the near future. We'll see when the roadmap comes out. Right. They'll specifically say, this is how I'll kill Mag. <laughs> it always fascinates me that that's not a European thing. Like, the EU servers don't really have a Maguma. They're just all normal. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh, you'll come across, like, mostly squads on EU, but... A lot of them are are closed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, at least on the server I played on. I really kind of think that the game has evolved to a point where like open pug tags are just too tough to run most of the time. Yeah, like earlier tough. in the game earlier in the game, you know, the average skill level of groups was much lower. Yeah. So, you know, a random person putting up a tag and, and gathering up a a random group of you know rangers and thieves and whatever shows up might be able to actually do something or hold their own in some way against a group now it's hopeless you're, you're not going to like <laughs> yeah i mean if, if you get lucky enough to have a group of highly skilled experienced players that happen to join you 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 yeah you might be able to do something but otherwise man the other group is going to have such an advantage with organization and voice comms and proper builds it's hard it's really hard to pugman and not have everybody just get mad from dying a lot you know yeah like pushing in and seeing sub one just wipe immediately it's it's kind of rough yeah the the rally is still a problem like it yeah. is a liability to take people who are going to instantly die because they're going to rally the enemy yeah i i wouldn't mind having that mechanic taken out like it used to be so much worse where one death would rally five people that's horrible. so much worse so so much worse my god but yeah it does it does unfortunately make people dying a liability so that's that's kind of tougher to play around yeah but i mean people still do it there are still open tags and people are are tagging up and trying to get groups together which is actually better than no tag at all yeah even a bad tag is, is better than no tag at yeah. least kind of get people in the same location towards the same objective yeah but it's a social thing too where like there was more acceptance of not having any communication and just typing stuff earlier in the game but now it's really you know 80 90 percent of the tags you're gonna see are probably using comms unless it's just like five people capturing camps somewhere yeah and that's that's where the player base has to be more 
adaptable than they are in PvE. Because PvE, you're not joining Discord for anything. Like you're just not. You might have a, a guild doing raids or something, but that's not an average experience in an open map, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of players don't even touch raids or fractals. You know, a lot of players are very casual, just want to play open world stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was that guy, you know, eight years ago coming into World vs. World trying to pug man without comms and running my head into things and, and wiping and wondering why. And <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, now it's many years later and I think... It's more common and expected in most games for people to have some kind of a voice communication thing that might even be installed in the game itself. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. It's it's better gameplay, better reaction time, more fun, more social stuff. Would be cool to have in Guild Wars 3 uh, integrated voice comms. I don't know. I, I... Would, it, would it get <laughs> it a could little be. too toxic? <laughs> I think it would be hard not to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially pvp oh my lord oh yeah yeah it'll turn into call of duty where you have five-year-old kids yelling at you and cursing you out and stuff <laughs> yeah oh my gosh we do have more content coming up there is a balance patch live stream tomorrow oh so. yes yeah mark that on your calendars uh well this will probably be published tomorrow so it would have been i'm gonna try to get this out around the same time as the balance patch or maybe right after. Yeah, we had enough stuff to talk about. We wanted to get this episode about Just World Wars World out, and then we'll talk about the balance stuff next week after that's came out. We've had a chance to see reactions and stuff. Yeah. Well, that about wraps up what we have for this episode of the State of the Mist podcast. Yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Spotify and everything if you like our content. Uh, we will catch you on the next one. And tell your friends if you guys have any ideas for maybe a cool guest we could have on the podcast. That would be something you could drop in the comments or, you know, just, just have that person contact us directly. But yeah, we're we're interested in, in getting some guests on here to kind of switch up the conversation a bit. Yeah, it would be cool to have some people on. Well, until next time, this is Griff. And this is Salamander. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.